Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist and Jim Gilbert brought to us by Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk with Jim in just a moment. Danny Long here. I've been talking about Cardinal Corner getting close to 10 years. I know that. Have you been there yet? If not, wait till you do get there. You will be browsing for hours. Pam and Lee, they're sisters. They own and operate this store. Actually, it has two locations, West St. Paul and Newport Center. February, keep in mind, National Bird Feeding Month. Uh, you can help uh, the birds with uh, like high-energy food, the suet, peanuts, black oil, sunflower seeds, things like that, golden safflower, all high in protein and fat. And if you haven't done so yet, you should really subscribe to their February Cardinal Corner newsletter. It's free. Uh, subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Freshest bird seed you will ever find. Stop in, see Lee and Pam, West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. You can visit them online, as I said, cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. It is officially 18. 18, okay. We've got 17 here in our yard on the northwest side of Lake Laconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. It's overcast and foggy. It is. and Yeah. And already, birds at our feeders, I'm seeing American uh, tree sparrows, juncos, I'm sure, yeah, cardinal, <laughs> a couple of gray squirrels. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised that, that it was that it was so overcast and so foggy in the distance. Getting and a little can't... getting a little bit of snow in downtown Minneapolis, by the way. I can feel it, too. I, I felt it when I went outside. Uh-huh. Just a little bit coming down so far. And, as usual, uh, from the ad, Sandy and I are looking forward to hosting the trip to France next August 3rd to the 12th. We'll be visiting Normandy, of course, and experiencing some of France's most iconic locations including Paris, uh, Chateau Country, uh, Monet's Garden at Givray, uh, Mount uh, Saint-Michel. And uh, I should mention, this trip has been planned by Michael Kenny, who you know from Defined Destinations, who has years of experience planning and leading trips to Europe. So if you're if anyone's interested, I'll give the phone number again, 651-398-9358. Ask for a brochure or uh, check the web at defineddestinations.com. Sounds like a great trip. Oh, yes, yes. We've got uh, quite a few people signed up already, so it's, it's going well. Um, I should mention that Sunrise Today, Seven eleven, sunset five forty four. So today in the Twin Cities area, we have ten hours and thirty three minutes of daylight, and we are gaining daylight at the rate of about 
almost exactly three minutes each day. We have gained 20 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total of one hour and 47 minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. By next week, it'll be more than two hours. Wow, next Sunday. The normal high for day is 30, normal low 14. Records for today, February 17th in the Twin Cities. 63 for the high. Isn't that something? That was said in 2017, just two years ago. Um, and during that week, five out of seven days, and it's coming up this week here, are records that were made in 2017. The record low uh, for this date, minus 20, set in 1903 and again 1936. And the most snow that's fallen is, in recorded history, 4.9 inches on this date, year 2014. The waxing two-day from full moon, I saw it last night, set this morning at 5.52 and rises again at 3.24 this afternoon. There's a full moon this coming Tuesday, February 19th. It's another full moon when the Earth-Moon distance is at its closest in the moon's elliptical orbit around the Earth. We call that perigee. The moon is about 31,000 miles closer to the Earth than it was February 5th at apogee. Because the moon is closer to the Earth on this Tuesday, um, February 19th, the full moon is called a supermoon because it looks 14% bigger than when it's at apogee. The moon's distance to the Earth is coming Tuesday will be about 221,000 miles. I know people have got that many miles in their car. The, the planets Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn can be seen in the southeast pre-dawn sky, when we have clear skies, of course, or partly cloudy. Saturn will be only one degree away from the bright Venus tomorrow morning. That's President's Day. On February 17, 2017, two years ago, we were experiencing spring and winter. With clear skies all day, we had a record of 63 degrees, and we smashed the old record by 8 degrees that had been set in 1981. I, I wrote in my, in my notebook that day, bikers, runners, walkers were out in shorts. A few golf courses were open in the Twin Cities area. Grills were fired up, and some restaurants served food outdoors. How about can that? You imagine, <laughs> can you imagine? Just two years ago today. How about that? Yeah, I know. Canada geese returned to former nesting areas, and there was an excellent maple sap run. There's, I'm going to list a couple other highs, too. Redwood Falls had 67. Mankato, 63, like the Twin Cities. Bemidji had 59. International Falls, 58. And Duluth, 52. All this two years ago. Black-capped chickadees in their small winter flocks remain busy in any weather. 
they're like acrobats, the way they walk along tree and shrub branches and even swing down under these branches as they're looking for seeds plus insects and spiders and, and their eggs. Common mergansers, with their long, pointed, serrated orange bills, um, spend much of the winter fishing in streams that are still open. So it's not real unusual to see common mergansers as long as there's open water. Tag coyotes have shown up as far as 400 miles from where they were first uh, tracked. They traveled, they traveled distances impossible for most other mammals. Coyotes breeding season is from January to March. For the last six days, because the sun is higher in the sky, our cars and trucks warm up when parked in the sunlight. Motorists in the southern half of Minnesota often see flocks of small grayish-brown colored horn larks along country roads and in fields. These first of the spring migrants each year are usually in groups of, say, 3 to 20, and they flit up as your car goes by. A lot of interesting reports. Jimmy Mace from the in-town marina here on the south end of Lake Waconia reports that the ice is about 2 feet to 28 inches thick. There are plowed roads out to where most people are fishing. And with close to a foot of snow on the ice, if you plan on going off the plowed roads, probably need a four-wheel drive pickup truck. Ice fishing has been very good this winter, and there have been hundreds of fish houses, in fact, there still are today, out on the ice. Northern pike fishing has probably been the best in 10 to maybe 20 or more years. They bite during the day in 12 to 15 feet of water near weed beds. Sunfish bite during the day. Some half-pound pumpkin seed sunfish have been caught. Crappie fishing is best between 6 and 8 p.m. each evening and best next to a reef drop-off or in areas out near weed beds in 12 to 20 feet of water. Walleyes bite overnight. And I do see lights out on the lake, so that's what they're doing, walleye fishing. Next Sunday, the 24th, at the end of the day, marks the end of northern pike, walleye, and bass season. After Monday, March 4th, fish houses cannot be left on the ice overnight. Do you have time for a little more? Sure, and then we'll talk by the yard. Okay. I'm, it's so nice to have it light. I can look right out at the by the yard front of right. the yard. Oh, Diane and Dave Herring um, report, or they have, let's see, no, I want to start another side. I'm going to go with Paul Grusing because it all makes sense if I go this way. Uh, Paul Grusing, um, who lives south of Faribault, not far from the Iowa border, um, he reports that they've had a lot of wintry snow days there, lots of ice on the lakes. So on Hall Lake and Bud Lake, and probably many of the nearby lakes, 17 to 20 inches of ice. 
they would expect more if they hadn't had so much snow insulating it. But lots of snow on the top. Crappies, bluegills, and yellow bass had been fighting in the local Fairmont lakes. Last weekend, Paul Grusing and a friend went on a fishing trip in northern Minnesota. They went to the northwest angle at Lake of the Woods. They were fishing in in uh, Minnesota waters. There was two to three feet of snow and 18 to 24 inches of ice. Walleyes, saugers, and yellow perch were biting. Fishing was really good. Wildlife seen include two red foxes near a uh, fish cleaning house. They saw white-tailed deer, common ravens, about 30 American robins in a row of trees in Rosso as they drove through, and they spotted a bobcat near Lower Red Lake. Mary Brisland from Luton along the north shore of Lake Superior notes that a report came out just yesterday that Lake Superior is now about two-thirds ice-covered. Lots of neat ice formations from the ice breaking up and refreezing and splashing water on the rocks and so on. On Thursday the 14th, while traveling down Highway 61 to Duluth, she's going there to watch her grandkids, Mary saw five bald eagles feeding on a roadkill deer near two harbors. And earlier in the trip, saw a snowshoe hare in its white winter coat, running across the highway, Highway 61, near Tofty. Flying squirrels continue to come each evening to Mary's feeders for peanut butter, hauled sunflower seeds, and suet. What a diet. (laughs) Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, have been doing a lot of snowshoeing this past week. They have more snow there than we do in the Twin Cities area. They have seen many animal tracks in the snow, including, of course, deer tracks and tracks made by mice, shrews, squirrels, and other animals. They saw um, an owl wing print in the snow. That's so neat when you see an owl come down, maybe trying to catch a mouse, and then takes a, maybe another pump of its wings, and then it's off again. But um, they noticed squirrel digs. We used to call those squirrel refrigerators. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that have you seen that in your yard? Yes. The squirrels yes. walking along on top of the snow. And there they've got, you know, two feet of snow. And then smells an acorn, a frozen acorn, digs down, comes up, eats the acorn, and leaves the shell right by the digging. Oh, they do that. I don't I know. I don't know how they do it. Well, I tell you, I, I don't know. I don't time finding food that way. I don't know how they make such great furniture down there in Jordan, Minnesota, but they know they've been doing it for so many years. Uh, Denny and Jim for By the Yard, that family-run CCO land business. That, By the way, Jim, as you know, they're going to again be at the um, Home and Garden Show. Yes. And I like the way they've set it up uh, compared to years past because it's on two weekends, this coming weekend and the following. So, you know, you could plan on three, three, four days and one week, and there could be bad weather. But it, it's uh, it's going to be perfect. And they're going to be there. Uh, and all sale items, whether you're looking for tables, chairs, Adirondacks, uh, fire tables, swings, and so much more. Well, Jim, you and I don't know that people can get the same deal. They don't have to go to the show, Home and Garden Show. They could go to that beautiful showroom that you and I've been to many times 
and it's always summer there, right? I mean, it's it's beautiful. Oh, that's true. That that showroom is something again. But the neat thing about going to the show or to the showroom is sitting in the furniture, just yes. sitting and feeling what it's like. And you'll be able to do that at the Home and Garden Show too. Uh, remember, yeah. two weekends you can beat the rush. Order during the show, you can save hundreds and have your furniture just in time for spring. You don't have to take take it with you that uh, that day. Many ways to save on furniture assembly and delivery. As Jim mentioned, visit their showroom in Jordan, their booth at the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show this coming weekend or the next. Or a lot of folks will go online. Get that brochure, by the way. It'll help you before you order. Jim and I recommend it. Go on buytheyard.net. Hmm. Jim, we have about uh, three minutes or so. Okay. Uh, Diane and Dave have been doing um, a lot of snowshoeing, like I said. In one place they snowshoed last week was Cicada State Park on sumac and oak trails, which are groomed for snowshoeing. Here they saw an otter slide. Now, river otters bound through the snow and often slide like 30 feet or so, and then they start running again. Um, There's an entry in the 2019 Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendar and Almanac concerning February two years ago. I wrote, and I, I write part of the weather guide, I wrote February 10th, 2017, with high temperatures in the upper 40s over southern Minnesota, maple tree tapping began. This was the earliest in 50 years for one Waterville area syrup producer. That was David Herring, who is still farming the land that he grew up on. Diane and Dave, uh, seven days later on February 17th, report good maple sap runs since February 11th, and they already had boiled down four batches of rich red amber colored syrup with a great taste. That's amazing. Two years ago. This year, we're still looking for some days in the 40s to get maple syruping season going. But Dave and Diana have been getting their equipment ready to go. This week, Wednesday, March 20th at 1230, uh, early afternoon, Diane and Dave Herring will be at Riverbend Nature Center in Faribault doing a seminar on maple syruping for seniors. They are... Well, we know there are some spots left, so if anyone's interested, call Riverbend Nature Center in Faribault. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report that their car and pickup and three-season porch warm up from sunlight as of February 11th because, of course, the sun is higher in the sky and concentrating more energy. During last Tuesday's snowfall, they made a count of individual birds at their feeding station. At one point, they counted about 100 pine siskins, and there were also 40 northern cardinals, 30 morning doves, and 12 blue jays. Yesterday, they still had 18 bird species. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault report lots of snow there. While walking at Riverbend Nature Center, Tom noticed that American goldfinches are showing more yellow and he saw them feeding on seed clusters in paper birch trees. They all, he also noticed deer were browsing junipers. In the city of Faribault, wintering American robins are feeding on crabapple fruit. Keith and Cheryl Radel from Faribault had 18 bird species visiting their feeding station yesterday, including 50 pine siskins, about two brown creepers, two red-breasted nuthatches, 
and a few purple finches. And I should mention that Kim and Lori McIntoon from Waconia are spending part of the winter in Mexico at uh, Puerto Vallarta, and they saw in the Vallarta Daily News on February 15th that a new monarch wintering butterfly site has recently been found. And this one happens to be in a, in a national forest reserve, um, more than 10,000 feet above sea level, and it's a gathering spot for monarchs that will receive protection. So it's not open to the public, but it's there, and we know that many of our monarchs from this area go probably go to that new site. We don't know. We'll find out with all the tags that are put on them. Well, Jim, we've got another yeah. show under our belt, and let's try it again next week. What do you say? Look forward to it. All right. Have a, have a good week, Jim. Thanks a you lot. Bye bye. Jim Gilbert's Nation Notes back next Sunday here on News Talk 830 WCCO. The weather's coming right up. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 